Hoosiers have a quick chance at redemption tonight as they travel to Northwestern. First time meeting the Wildcats this season. We'll get you all set. Everything for this game as Indiana looks for yet another road win. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Tuesday, February 8th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for everything IU Athletics uh, news, analysis, previews, recaps, men's and women's basketball, football, soccer. We'll get into baseball in the spring as well. We got you guys covered for everything pro IU players as well. We try to keep you updated on. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. Uh, I also want to thank you for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Just a reminder, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. We premiere the shows at 7 a.m., so it can be part of your morning routine. You can join people in the chat talking about the Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season. With more props, odds, and lines than ever before, bet online where the game starts. As I said, IU takes on Northwestern uh, tonight. I'm going to get you set with the regular preview we do, as well as uh, looking at some things the Hoosiers uh, need to improve on, some things I'll be watching for Indiana uh, tonight as they look to uh, bounce back, we should say. From that Illinois game. Before we jump into that, I want to remind you guys to, to subscribe to Locked On Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Uh, Indiana will take on Northwestern tonight. It'll be the late game, 9 p.m. scheduled tip off uh, in Evanston. Be on Big Ten Network. Cross your fingers that there's no overtime games before that contest because it'll already be late enough, but it's going to be a late night tonight if you're staying up to watch the game. The good news is this should be a winnable game for the Hoosiers. Uh, Northwestern comes into this contest 11-10 and 10 overall. Uh, they are just 4-8 and eight in Big Ten play. They started the season 8-2. and two. Uh, did not have the toughest schedule uh, in non-conference play. They lost uh, two of their three games against uh, top 100 Ken Palm teams. The only win was over Maryland, who is barely their 94th. Uh, then Big Ten play really got underway. Starting with that second game of Big Ten play, they lost four in a row, won a game, lost four in a row. Now have won back-to-back games uh, against Rutgers and Nebraska. That other win sandwiched in there is against Michigan State. Easily their best win of the season, and it was at Michigan State. So uh, even for as much as this team may struggle, uh, it's a team that very clearly is capable of pulling out a big win. That alone will have the Hoosiers uh, aware of what could happen. When you look at this series, Hoosiers dominated 93 wins to just 28 losses dating back to 1964. 
the Hoosiers have won five of the last seven games uh, and not a ton of history. And just in terms of like memorable matchups, I try to go back and look. I try to remember. Certainly you guys might remember something that I don't. Last year, the two teams played to a double overtime 79-76 final score. Um, compare that to the double overtime Syracuse IU game this season. Uh, just shows you another difference between the two teams. Uh, in that contest, Trace had 10. Uh, Al Durham had 24. Armand Franklin had 23. Uh, Miller Cop had six for Northwestern in that game. Played 42 minutes. Uh, Trace played 43, Armand Franklin played 44, uh, but the Hoosiers did come away victorious on that night, though obviously they don't have much in the way of returning production from that game, not the um, not the top two scores from that contest. Outside of that, again, I, I could easily be forgetting something. Some of them I might have just blocked out. But there haven't been a ton of really interesting meetings. A couple close wins, but like it wasn't wasn't great games necessarily or anything. A couple of blowouts. So Hoosiers won by 32 uh, in 2016 when they were ranked number 25. Um, so not a ton of fun recent history. Indiana is 40 and 19 at Northwestern uh, since the 60s. So. It's a place IU has found a fair amount of success at uh, and a place where they look to continue that success tonight. If you're looking at Ken Palm, though, maybe a little surprising. Uh, the Hoosiers are not favored by Ken Palm. They come in uh, with a 47% win expectancy and a predicted score of 69 to 68. When you look at... Um, some of the, the teams kind of in the same region as where Northwestern is ranked. They're ranked 63rd by Ken Palm. Uh, Notre Dame was ranked 64th. That gives you a really good idea. The Hoosiers did struggle with Notre Dame a bit, uh, and maybe that would have been a bit different if it was in South Bend and not in Indianapolis, which was a virtual home game for the Hoosiers, as most games in Indianapolis are. Uh, that's the only team that the Hoosiers have faced right in that area. Penn State is 82 or 82nd, I should say, uh, Northwestern 63rd. So um, it's somewhere between there. Syracuse is 73rd. They obviously lost at Syracuse, but that was early in the year and kind of a, a weird game, even as much as we reference it. That was not a normal game. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I was a little surprised to see the Hoosiers were not favored in this game especially considering how much Northwestern has struggled this season. Uh, and just in general, statistically, um, just kind of a below-average team. So we'll dive into some of those statistics, where they struggle, where they find success, where the Hoosiers might uh, find ways to win on uh, Tuesday, on tonight. I keep I keep wanting to say on Tuesday, tonight. Uh, but first, though, BetOnline had you covered this season with more props and odds and lines than ever before as football season wraps up with the big one on Sunday. Uh, BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, uh, news this season, and it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops. 
NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. And they all come with live and real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new and amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, last I checked, there was not a line for this game. Let me look real quick before uh, I say that officially, but the line typically doesn't come out until the morning bef- morning of. I'm recording this late, so maybe there is. The Hoosiers are actually a one-point underdog going into this game. So uh, if that entices you like it entices me a bit, head on over to Bet Online and make that bet tonight. It's Super Week brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in L.A. all week covering the big game. Uh, Locked On NFL, multiple people are there on Radio Row, so be sure to tune in to all of those guys to get your uh, Super Bowl coverage for Super Week. Northwestern, as I said, as the record indicates, is a team that has really struggled this season. Um, when you look at the the Big Ten record of four and eight, you look you think of a team that uh, really has has struggled. It's not necessarily that they played a gauntlet. They've lost to Penn State. They've lost to Maryland. Two teams the Hoosiers have beaten, though Indiana did lose at Penn State as well. Uh, but Northwestern lost at home to Penn State. Uh, But they have played Michigan, Illinois, Purdue, Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Uh, There's not necessarily, I mean, it's a Big Ten. There isn't really any gimme games. Uh, Maybe Nebraska this season, and even they have one of the top freshmen in the conference in the country. So uh, statistically, um, Northwestern, excuse me, comes into this game seventh in the conference in offensive efficiency, 10th in defensive efficiency, uh, very middle of the road when it comes to possession length, so it's not going to be a quick or slow team in any regard. Uh, Offensively, they're 8th in effective field goal percentage, 4th in turnover percentage, so they're not going to turn the ball over too much. Uh, 8th in offensive rebounding percentage, uh, 11th in free throw attempts per field goal attempts. They're not going to get to the line. They don't rebound offensively much. Uh, They are 7th in three-point percentage. 12th and two-point percentage. Uh, They also are a bad free-throw shooting team, so finally the Hoosiers might see some good fortune on that side. They rank 12th in the conference. Uh, They're 10th in block percentage, which means they get blocked a lot, Uh, but they are third in steal percentage. So an area that the Hoosiers have generally cleaned up this season uh, as the year has gone along is that uh, are those turnovers, uh, even for as bad as the Illinois game was, they only had 10 turnovers. So uh, protecting the ball will be paramount tonight. Um, but overall, just not a team that necessarily um, is is great offensively outside of um, not turning the ball over. And I know I cited turnover stats for IU. Northwestern is also good at creating turnovers. We'll talk about that in a second. So they don't turn it over. They create turnovers. A lot of their points come from the three-point line, uh, even if they are an average team at shooting it. So it's going to be an interesting game. It's a very bang average team, uh, this Northwestern team. If you look at defense, uh, they're 12th in effective field goal percentage, so not a good defense. 
in terms of stopping people from scoring. But as I said, they're good at forcing turnovers. They're third in the conference in turnover percentage, first in non-steal turnover percentage, uh, which means not live ball turnovers. You would want live ball turnovers, but um, they're fifth in steal percentage. So regardless of how they do it, they force turnovers. Now they're 14th in defensive free throw attempts for poor field goal attempt. In layman's terms, it means they put guys on the line a lot. So if the Hoosiers can have a decent free throw shooting night, it's not something they typically do. They could take advantage of a Northwestern team that appears to foul quite a bit. Uh, they are 13th in defending the three-point line, which is something we're going to talk about for the Hoosiers uh, here in a bit. So they don't defend the three-point line well. Uh, they're ninth in two-point percentage. They don't defend that well. Uh, but they are six, almost exactly uh, middle of the road in block percentage. And then we mentioned the turnovers. Um, they give up a lot of assists to field goals made. Um, and they give up a lot of three-point attempts per field goal attempt. So in general, just in conference play, have not been a good team, especially on the defensive side of the ball, which is Good news for an IU offense that has generally not been a good uh, offense this season. Um, if you look at where Indiana ranks in the conference, I won't do a complete rundown, but um, Indiana's offense is 10th overall. They still struggle to score from the three-point line. Uh, they are shooting just 32.7% overall uh, from the three-point line. In conference play, that's down exactly 2%. Uh, from the course of the season. It was a strength during non-conference play. As a level has picked up, uh, the Hoosiers' three-point shooting has gone down. Um, the areas Indiana succeeds are because they have good post players, and it makes sense that they succeed there. They don't get blocked. Um, they actually have improved to third in non-steal turnover percentage. But again, as we said, that's not a great thing because they are 11th in steal percentage on offense, which means... When they do turn the ball over, it's live ball turnovers. Um, so the Hoosiers have improved in some ways and struggled in other ways. But looking back at this Northwestern team, a couple of individuals to look at tonight. Pete Nance is the team's leading scorer, 15.6 points per game, shooting 15% from the field, um, going to be the uh, main man on the night. Um, though he has missed some time this season, uh, I believe he's going to be available on uh, or tonight, I should say. Uh, but he is shooting 42% from three as well on three over three attempts a game. Uh, Boo Booey is at 15.3 points per game right behind him. Uh, those two account for 30 of their uh, points per game. They're only averaging uh, 75 overall. So uh, when you look at conference play, it's 72. So those two combined for almost half of their scoring uh, per game. So those are going to be the main people to watch. They also, uh, Bowie attempts 36 point, or excuse me, he shoots 36.8% from the three-point line attempts 6.3 per game. So those two score about 30 points a game, take about 10 threes a game. Uh, Nance is obviously much better from the three-point line than Bowie, but uh, you're going to see those two um, really shoot the ball, really get the ball up. 
Chase Ottage is uh, another one. He's averaging 11.6 points per game, but he's not nearly as efficient. Uh, he's only shooting 39% from the field, 27% from the three-point line. Nobody on this team averages more than 6.8 rebounds per game, and that is Nance. So if the Hoosiers can crash the glass, they're going to absolutely dominate uh, on the interior in that regard. Be interesting to see if that's part of the game plan tonight. Uh, it's an area that Indiana typically has done well in, but when you look at conference play, they're 10th in offensive rebound percentage. So uh, I'm sure a lot of teams are focusing on that and focusing on not letting Trace and Race get offensive boards. It'll be interesting to see what the Hoosiers' mindset and game plan is going into this one. Uh, but there's a couple things I think Indiana needs to focus on going into this game. We're going to talk about three of them in particular here in just one moment, but we would need to talk about one of our uh, longest advertisers, one of our um, most loyal advertisers, because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why go out? It's cold. It's uh, snowy still. It's a middle of a pandemic. Why bother with any of that going to an auto parts store just to find out that they don't have the part available anyway? Uh, just head on over to rockauto.com, whether at home on your computer or in your pocket, these guys have you covered. You save time, you save money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck today. Make sure you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Couple of things I'll be watching for the Hoosiers tonight. Number one, continuing to build on road performances. Uh, I know it was a big thing. It took the Hoosiers forever to finally get that elusive first road win. Uh, but that Maryland game was as strong of a performance uh, as they had Purdue game notwithstanding this season. That still remains a case even if they've had a loss since then. So I think one of the big things is building off of that road win against Maryland, uh, really stamping home how important it is to win on the road and keeping that kind of momentum going. Uh, this kind of ties in, and we can go ahead and talk about it as well, is just responding after losses. Hoosiers have been really good all season responding after losses. They haven't lost two games in a row, which is something to, to note because – uh, for a team learning how to win to avoid a losing streak of any kind so far is is impressive. They had the Syracuse game. They bounced back and beat Nebraska to kick off Big Ten play. They had that debilitating Wisconsin game. Uh, sure, they came back against Merrimack, who they should beat, but they win the Notre Dame game uh, after that one. Uh, 
Penn State loss was one of the most frustrating of the year. They come back and upset Ohio State. The Iowa loss was one of the most frustrating of the year, and they win their first road game at Nebraska. After that, Michigan game was crazy frustrating, and the Penn State and Maryland wins after that were two uh, kind of statement wins, to use a phrase we used in yesterday's podcast, um, just in the way that the Hoosiers blew out two teams that they should be beating. And this is a Northwestern team Indiana should be beating. I know uh, the Ken Palm projections, the bet online odds or lines indicate that the Hoosiers are underdogs. If Indiana wants to be uh, the team that can make the tournament and can compete for Big Ten titles, I know that's down the road. These are games you win. You do not lose to Northwestern on the road. So uh, winning this game kind of solidifies that even further, really continues building on what Mike Woodson has done there. I'm confident because Indiana has um, responded well all season long after losses, especially the really frustrating ones in the second half of that Illinois game was frustrating. In some senses, I don't want to say humbling because I don't think IU was particularly cocky or arrogant or anything like that at all, but uh, it was just a, a, a sign or evidence of what a really good big team big 10 team looks like and kind of where indiana needs to be if they want to compete for a big 10 title so i'm interested in that regard to see how the hoosiers bounce back uh listen realistically there aren't a whole lot of games that you're going to expect indiana to be favored in uh moving forward um and again they're not they're not favored in this one but uh you have michigan state wisconsin ohio state are all going to be uh, games IU is either the underdog or maybe a slight favorite. Uh, Maryland at home is going to be one they're favorite in, as is Minnesota, as is Rutgers. And then you finish the season at Purdue. So um, Indiana has largely avoided bad losses this season. Again, the Penn State game notwithstanding, um, you, can, you can afford a bad loss. And at this point, I don't think the Hoosiers' kind of resume or uh, – Tournament hopes are on the line, but you don't want to add bad losses to them. So win this one and really kind of solidify. Keep the momentum going. Uh, don't let one one loss derail the season, and don't let it snowball and build and build into something worse, which I'm sure the Hoosiers won't based on all the evidence this season. I mentioned it earlier. Three-point shooting has taken an absolute nosedive for this Indiana team. Uh, after that Notre Dame game, we spoke about it. Uh, it was written about largely in regards to Parker Stewart and what he had done for this team as a three-point shooter. At the time, Miller Cop was shooting the ball well. Uh, the Hoosiers had a couple guys who could knock down threes. That has completely fallen off, both in terms of attempts, but in terms of efficiency as well. Parker Stewart is still shooting 42% in conference play, but only on 3.8 attempts per game. I'd love to see that number damn near double, to be honest with you. I think he should be getting a lot more shots up per game, but um, Miller Cop is only attempting 2.3 per contest, shooting 37%. Both Rob Vinnessy and Xavier Johnson are shooting more than him. Fantasy obviously isn't playing. Xavier Johnson is 33.3%, which is 
I believe just a tick below average. 33.6% is average uh, nationwide. Race Thompson has taken to shooting a lot of them lately. Aside from a, a stretch where he hit four in a row across a couple games, it has not been good and something I would prefer not be the case. Uh, but the Hoosiers really need to get back to creating open looks and knocking down three-pointers. And this is a team you could potentially do that against. We mentioned Northwestern is not good at defending the three-point line. 13th out of 14 in the conference at defensive three-point percentage. So they let their opponents shoot 37.5% from the three-point line this season. Uh, would be a huge boost for an IU offense that um, really struggled against Illinois really could use a pick-me-up performance. Uh, the more you knock down shots as well, uh, the more Trace Jackson Davis is going to have room to work in the paint. So I'm optimistic the Hoosiers are going to bounce back tonight. I expect them to. I'm still excited to watch this team, even if it's coming off a loss. And I can't state enough how, how much different that's been than previous seasons. I, I think at this point last season, I had kind of checked out. Um, so. I'm happy to still be watching a good IU basketball team, and I'm happy to be watching a team that is improving and growing in each game because, again, not something that was always the case with this team in recent seasons. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you tomorrow to recap this game, preview an IU women's basketball game as well. Now, for your second listen today, uh, head on over to the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate all the love you guys have given us. We're going to have a special preview podcast later this week for the Michigan state game. Do a crossover episode with locked on Spartans and Matt over there. He, uh, we did one for the football game. Uh, he was a great fun. So excited to bring him back in and, preview that game. Hoosiers have gotten the best of Michigan State in some games in the recent years, so it would be nice to add them to the resume as well. If you haven't already, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast as well. Helps us out a ton. Leave a rating and review. Again, super helpful. Uh, can't thank you guys enough for the support you have given us. Most importantly, though, guys, have a great Tuesday. Go Hoosiers and Elio.